0: Holy shit! That backlash lacked and was
1: bad. What the fuck was that?
0: Ugh. I read somewhere like
1: it was a Sunday Night Raw, but I don't even think it added up to that.
0: It was a fucking Sunday Night Heat, loke. <laughs> for those of you <laughs> listening, which you can now watch
1: on the WWE Network for <laughs> yeah. a little price of $9.99 nine ninety nine a month.
0: <laughs> I read somewhere Dave Meltzer said that backlash was an experiment and they were seeing what they were going to do. Um experiment unsuccessful. I hope they're I hope they're writing down the results and changing their hypotheses as we all learned in 7th right. grade science class.
1: It's some fucking shit, man. It was not even half as good as the greatest Royal Rumble. I'll come out and say that right now. And the greatest Royal Rumble was just a fucking house show. That oh, yeah. should have been your experiment.
0: Fuck. Yeah, and you know it. it sure as hell didn't help that they uh, they put on a great, great opening match and set us up like, oh, this is gonna be a good. Oh fuck. Hmm. Backlash was WWE's equivalent of candy corn. You look at it and you're like, it's corn that tastes like candy. And then you (laughs) eat it and you're like, what the fuck is this?
1: Right? It's like Peeps. (laughs) Chickens that are made out of marshmallows. And then you eat it and you're like, I want to kill myself.
0: God, just take me away now. (laughs) I think I screamed that about five times Uh, during
1: the pay-per-view. It was bad. I wanted to shut it off so many times. I don't know why the fuck I tuned in the whole time. I
0: watched the shit live, man. It was sad.
1: Yeah, you weren't very far behind me. Far enough that I got to ruin things for you. Yeah,
0: it was... I was behind when I first started, and then I skipped in strategic parts and got to live by halfway through... Or what I thought was halfway through the show ended up going a half hour long, God knows why. I think I if, don't. I don't know. All the fans there would have been just fine if they just got on the loudspeaker and said, "Due to time restraints, we will not be able to give you Roman Reigns, Samoa Joe." You'll you would have got the biggest Raw. fucking
1: pop of the night. That would have been <laughs> well, the largest pop of the night.
0: You're right. That would have got the <laughs> pop right there. <laughs> You, you wouldn't have got the beat the traffic chance. I just
1: want to know whose idea it was to make Joe and Reigns be the final match when there's no title on the line. So. It's not I mean, smart.
0: Obviously, we're getting. Granted, ready. I see that
1: you couldn't end with Shinsuke AJ ending the way it did.
0: Maybe. I'm, I'm not even convinced of that. I mean, theoretically, no, you shouldn't end with that. But when the alternative is ending with what you ended with, I don't know that it... I think it's better. I think it's better. I think think it would have been better ending with AJ Shinsuke in that finish than ending with uh, Joe Raines in that finish. I just think it would. Just a bad time.
1: Bad, bad time.
0: See if it's let okay, it's gonna let me do stuff. Good, it's gonna let me do stuff.
1: And I tell you, I was not happy when it was ten oh four and Roman Reigns is still coming down to the ring. Like
0: Yeah, we were messaging each other back to back and it's like (laughs) oh shit. It was past ten when we were messaging each other and they hadn't even gotten to the ring. It's like fuck.
1: Yeah, I had hopes that Joe was just gonna come in and choke him out, and that would be it.
0: Right. So but. I suppose we might as well get right into the pay per view. Um, I guess we can. Since, do that. I mean, that sounds
1: like the, we're just talking the right about it.
0: Thing. Why, don't, why don't you pop off get on some uh, monster wear clothing? We don't want to forget them. We almost lost them last week. Don't want to do that. Oh
1: yeah, sponsors—the people who make the show possible for you guys to hear. Monster Wear Clothing bringing you the finest in vinyl decals for all your vinyl decal needs, because everybody needs vinyl decals. They also specialize in hand painted hockey masks and custom t shirts. You get your favorite logo. How they hook you up with cloud style broadcasting gear that we don't even have officially released yet if you ask them to. It's free, it's easy. It's cheap, like your mama. It's not free. There is some kind of a fee there. He's got to make his living, too. Yeah, he's, he's got to support Handcrafted. his family. Handcrafted, quick turnaround times, man. It, you can't go wrong. Hit him up. Locally sourced. You got nothing to lose and everything to gain. Add some color to your life with monster wear clothing. So, uh, have you noticed it's starting to get a little warmer outside, Fat Mac?
0: Um, no.
1: <laughs> well, I have, <laughs> and the warmth has just got my fucking the hairs on my arms standing up, and drenched in sweat, and just, all I can think about is the Galactic Get Down. Woo-hoo! Coming up next weekend of August brought to you by dead Larry seahorse productions and many many more fine people this is a jam-packed festival it runs three days with a one-day pre-show it's gonna be fun come on down and get down at the get down turn your frown around send you to spanky town spanky town Yes. Yes.
0: And just to let everybody know, I am sipping on a special little sudsy something here today. And it is a new one that I haven't seen before. It's from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. And uh, it's called the Hazy Little Thing IPA. It's got (laughs) a really bright catch-your-eye can and and, um, box... It's like a a bright teal with the bright yellow popping out on it with little hops all over the place. They got little pictures of hops. And they'll tell you here, they'll tell you, we're constantly brewing new IPAs looking for bold hop flavor. With this beer, our brewers thought it was a good idea that we decided to serve it straight from the tanks. Unfiltered, unprocessed, there's dirt, there's rat feces, There's all sorts of shit in there, and it's raw like the sewage that comes up from your bathtub to let all the fruit-flavored hop flavors shine. The result is a hazy beer with modest bitterness and intense hop caricature. To some, making an unfiltered hop bomb may seem crazy, but to us, it's a hazy little thing called IPA. Or IPA.
1: Mm. Sounds fucking good, sir. I haven't had an IPA in far too long, and I think the same goes for you as well. I know you haven't hosted one on the show.
0: No, it's been a long time, and oh my gosh. This is my first drink of this, folks. I was sipping on a Coors before we got going. This is a really... This is what... It's, it's got... Man, it's got a super hoppy flavor. If I were to just... If somebody were to say, "What's an IPA?" and I could spit this in their mouth, I think would would be my answer. This is about the most IPA IPA I've had in a long time. This is, ah, this is good. Sierra Nevada, hazy little thing IPA. I mean, it's got the hops. It's cool. It's not horribly crisp. It doesn't hit you way back in the back of the throat. It almost hits you right in the front of the nose. To be honest which is odd for a hoppy IPA. A lot of times it hits you right in the back, but this one hits me almost right in the front tip of my tongue, my nose, if you will. Uh, I, I really dig it. It's crisp. It tastes green. If that makes yes. sense in the best way. Possibly. Oh, it does. It yeah. does. Yeah. This literally, when I taste it, I taste green. Mm. It
1: answers the age old question. What does the story hop on pop taste like?
0: Tastes like this shit right here, man. <laughs> tastes like this, and the Hop on pop tastes like this, and it tastes like incest. Those two things. I'm pretty sure.
1: Um, does it taste good, or does it taste like shame? I can't just for now.
0: Well, I said hop on pop tastes like this. I didn't say this tastes like incest. I'm saying hop on pop <laughs> tastes like incest. Um... And speaking of incest, backlash started off on the kickoff show with Ruby Riot taking on Bailey.
1: Yes, I didn't watch the pre-show.
0: I'm not as good at the segues as you are, pasty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a fucking art form. I'll admit it, loke. You're you're a master of the craft. I didn't watch <laughs> it either. I didn't hear much about this other than it happened. So. You know what I was going to do, and I, if, if I have time, I may even check it out. I've been trying to check out the, uh, I've wanted to when we're reviewing pay-per-views to do the Dave Meltzer star ratings as we do it. And instead <laughs> of us giving our ratings, um, basically just I want to us...
1: hear Meltzer's ratings for this whole pay-per-view, <laughs> that's for sure.
0: I know, right? Fuck. But instead of us, like, giving our ratings, just us comparing. I mean, we've done it in the past. I've tried to do it. Where we just, we compare our feelings towards what he rated the things. Uh, 2018. I kind of like that. That way we don't have to dedicate ourselves to an actual rating, but then we can say if we agree or disagree with what he had. Why do these ratings uh, have nothing on them? (laughs) Maybe that's what he rated them with nothing. Everything's rated Nothing! Um, Dave Meltzer ratings. Uh, I don't think the ratings are out for it yet. I'm fair. It says, here are the Dave Meltzer star ratings for Backlash 2018. All right. It says that, and yet everything says rating, colon, and there is no rating afterwards, so... <laughs> every single one. I, I can't believe that he gave Seth Rollins and Miz a zero rating, so... rates them. So I'm thinking... Oh, never mind. Right at the top of the page, it says ratings are not in yet. So, okay. So he hasn't given the ratings for him yet. So we'll just give our opinions. And we can't give an opinion on this. It just happened. Moving on, we had the Intercontinental Championship title match. Seth Rollins coming in as champion. Defeated The Miz. Sans Miztourage, which he doesn't have anymore. This was not only the best match of the night, this was a great match. Was it not pasty?
1: Yeah, it was. It's what what you would expect to get from uh, Rollins and Miz. And goddamn, I love that he's wearing the costume again night after night. Miz with that fucking outfit from WrestleMania. Love it.
0: (laughs) I still don't get it, (sighs) but if he continues to do it, it, he's going to hook me on it. I'm going to admit that right
1: Right, now. Right, right.
0: I still don't get it. I I did not like it at all at the paper at uh, WrestleMania, but man, if he continues to do it, he's going to sell me on it. He's going to sell me on it. And as much money as they drop on these outfits, why not use it multiple times, you know?
1: Right, yeah. Oh, uh, I think cuz you know, it, he started using it just after his baby daughter was born and he's just going to Tell her as she grows up, you know, when you were born, I became a legend. I give her all that credit and build her up. And make her proper daddy.
0: Yeah, why not? Why not? I think we're all surprised he hadn't why? left and, and not to spend time with his daughter, but I think it, it screams to his professionalism. Um, not to say, I mean, don't get me wrong. Most I, th- that's commonplace in pro wrestling, but I think most of us thought in this day and age it's easy, especially with now like the brand split and co-branded pay-per-views. It would have been easy for them to write him off for for just even one month.
1: I'm sure he was planning on taking a break, and then and then Daniel Bryan got cleared, and he's like, "Fuck you guys, now I can't.
0: <laughs> i got to be here for that." That could be. <laughs> um.
1: Just, His daughter's always going to play second fiddle to Daniel
0: Bryan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's just, <laughs> everybody plays second fiddle to Daniel Bryan, you know? That's the Not Rusev! Apparently, John Cena plays, plays second fiddle to Daniel Bryan, because now, now uh, Nikki's shacking up with Bree and Daniel, and Daniel is one lucky man, because you best believe there's some role-playing going on there. So a couple things of note uh, I like to write down for each one, which this pay-per-view, there was almost just one thing of note for each one at most. But this one, there was actually so much good stuff, there wasn't a lot to just pin down and write, but there was was a badass frog splash from halfway across the ring that Seth Rollins pulled off and went into the finishing sequence with a curb stomp off the ropes and teased into multiple counters into a sudden curb stomp, and it was just... Beautifully, masterfully, artistically done, and it made me think, Backlash is gonna rule! O'Doyle's rule. It uh, it turned into O'Doyle's.
1: Not O'Doyle's rule. O'Doyle rules. O'Doyle. O'Doyle O'Doyle rules!
0: Okay. One or the other, I mean. Don't they say it multiple? Because isn't it like the car full of them driving and they throw like a banana peel out?
1: But don't say O'Doyles. The family O'Doyle rules. It's plural on the rules.
0: Okay. O'Doyle rules, not O'Doyle's rule?
1: Yeah. God,
0: that doesn't seem grammatically correct.
1: They're dumb people.
0: (laughs) I guess that that makes sense. (laughs) Not that Billy Madison was the smartest guy, but, yeah, that makes sense. He was. Um, He graduated
1: the first grade. (laughs)
0: want to touch the high knee? Then we went on to... Oh, I hate to say it, maybe the second best match of the night. <laughs> right. this, this was the Raw Women's Championship match. It was Nia Jax versus Alexa Bliss. This was an average match. There really wasn't anything bad about it, but there really... Until the very end, there wasn't anything great about it. It just existed. It was at the very
1: end of the match when I realized... Nia's hair does match her eyebrows. (laughs) Oh, it's dyed her hair. (laughs)
0: That's funny. (laughs)
1: It's
0: funny you noticed that. (laughs) And for some reason, a lot of people are giving um, Bobby Lashley shit about his eyebrows, which I don't know. I haven't noticed anything about it. And since you and I both boycotted this week's Raw and Smackdowns, I don't know if there's something I missed, but... Apparently there's something going on with Lashley's eyebrows that we're not in the privy of. Hmm. But um, Nia Jax, Alexa Bliss, uh, the ending was really cool. Alexa Bliss went for a twisted bliss off the top ropes and Nia caught her right into a Samoan drop. It wasn't very sloppy at all, even though there was a couple sloppy spots throughout the match. This actually went very beautifully, went perfectly. She hit it. I think the Uh biggest... Go ahead.
1: Oh, no, I just started typing Bobby Lashley into Google, and Bobby Lashley's eyebrows came up.
0: <laughs> See, there's something going on I don't know about. I just keep saying. I don't,
1: what I don't know what about. it is. <laughs> oh, his eyebrows turned on. That was 2016, though.
0: Oh, he's, he's not Hispanic. <laughs> so the, the thing that this match gets the most shit for that I've heard so far is about the, after, the, the post-match promo that Nia Jax drops – which is literally a commercial for their Be A Star campaign. Right. It wasn't great, it wasn't awesome, it wasn't thrilling. But in my opinion, and, and I'd love to just shit on everything this pay-per-view was about, but I'm just going to be honest here for a second. In my opinion, with this storyline, if you're not going to use this storyline to promote your Be A Star campaign, you're stupid. That's almost literally what this whole storyline is about. So I don't have a problem with it, really. I mean, Naya could have been better. She's not the best on the mic, and it did come off as super scripted, which it was. But I didn't think it was, like, insulting or anything. I was, until I seen everybody complaining about it, I was perfectly all right with it. I think I went to get up and and get a beer or something like that. I mean, I didn't sit glued to my TV screen listening (laughs) to her. But it made sense storyline-wise, I thought.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of people complained about it. A lot of people didn't like the, the match itself either, and I didn't see why.
0: I mean, it was average. But then again,
1: I go back and I compare it as a whole against the entire pay-per-view, and it definitely stands out uh, amongst the rest.
0: It does. As <laughs> sad as that is for an average match to, to glow amongst the rest of the turds, you know, but... Yeah. It's what we got, and it was, you know, I mean... We should be thankful for this. Going forward, hindsight being twenty twenty, we should be thankful that we got this. Up next was the United States Championship match. We got Jethro Hardy coming in as champion, defending against Roman Reigns and winning. You're going to see this as a trend in this pay-per-view.
1: Randy Orton, not Roman Reigns. Oh,
0: did I say Roman? I'm sorry. (laughs) I was reading it right off the screen. I guess all the R's are just... This 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 pay per view has damaged my brain cell <laughs> against Randy Orton, and um, I haven't. I'll let you talk, pasty. But I have here in my notes the only thing I have is the definition of going through the motions. Again, I guess this one wasn't a bad match, but you it literally looked like two guys getting paid to go out and do something who just didn't give a shit, wanted to get it done, get to the back, pack their bags, and go back to the till.
1: Yeah, I agree. This is where I kind of started to lose interest in the pay-per-view. Not spectacular. Not god-awful. But it was definitely your standard Randy Orton match, to say the least.
0: Yeah.
1: And I guess your standard Jeff Hardy match. I just haven't seen so much of uh, solo Jeff Hardy that I'm bland to it yet.
0: Yeah, he's, he's just... He's he's wrestling a different style, which he has to at this age, and this is what we're going to get. I would like to believe if this was WrestleMania and he had to pull out, you know, a three and a half star match from Randy Orton, he would have been able to. But I have a feeling he came into this like, oh, it's fucking backlash. They haven't promoted it for shit. All they gave a shit about was the greatest Royal Rumble anyways. We don't even have a storyline why we're fucking fighting for this thing. So Mm -hmm. I'm just going to go out and do it. And that's another If common... memory
1: serves me correctly too. I think there was some kind of a botch during this match cuz I remember uh Jeff Hardy going to Randy Orton and checking if he was all right. Uh you could see them kind of mouthing to each other and shit. I don't remember the exact spot cuz I suck at that, but yeah, I do I don't remember, remember off
0: hand. I know there wasn't as bad of a spot as the Whisper in the Wind um Junior Mahal spot. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, another, another trend that you'll find in this pay-per-view is that there's not, about 50% of these matches have little to no storyline as to why they're even happening. We just have (coughs) to accept that, oh, well, they booked it, so it's happening. Which is fine, you can do that for one or two matches, but when half your card is that, it doesn't give the people a reason to care and if you don't care you're not invested in the outcome and if you're not invested in the outcome you're just not going to be as intrigued
1: right they caught our attention again with the next little segment though uh i think this is kind of the, sh- the glimmer of hope in this co-branded pay-per-view going forward shit
0: yeah um, and, and I, like, I like this segment a whole lot. I'm split on it, and I'll explain why after a little bit. Um, I'll, I'll let you talk about it first, but this was, we had an in-ring segment. It started out with Elias Samson coming out, ready to do his walk with Elias and sing. He ends up getting interrupted by New Day. And then as New Day comes out and he he's like, puts a kibosh to them, he ends up getting interrupted by Aiden English and Rusev, even though they're supposed to be breaking up. And then they get interrupted by No Way Jose. And then that gets interrupted by Bobby Roode, who comes in, hits Elias with a glorious DDT. The whole segment was super entertaining. It was, it was what they almost needed this more towards the end of the pay per view to give us some levity, to give yeah. us something to smile and laugh about. But I, I really. I've heard again. This is another thing I've heard a lot of people shit on, like it was pointless, and and it kind of was pointless, but it was so fun. It It was entertaining. It was
1: entertaining, and that's what I want to be. I want to be entertained when I'm watching a fucking pay per view on a Sunday when I wouldn't normally be watching wrestling.
0: As Russell Crowe said, "Are you not entertained?" So go ahead, let us know your thoughts on this, Loke. I liked it a lot,
1: and I loved. That in between every single uh, interruption, he had to go back to the cut lights, the spotlight on him, and having JoJo announce him.
0: <laughs> she did a great job, didn't
1: she? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was wonderful. And, you know, Bobby Roode sparking off a, a nice feud with uh, Elias Sampson. I hope Bobby Roode don't mind getting buried.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Because as far as I've seen so far, Elias is getting pushed to the far after.
0: Yeah, it's two guys that you love to see. Field, and the crowd I loves, I love the, the
1: fact that the on. crowd loves Elias. But then he's like, fine, I'm not going to give you a song. And they fucking pop like crazy. Yeah, I almost <laughs> feel
0: like for this to work, this is going to be where Bobby Roode turns heel. Which I think will get him over. I don't think it will get him buried. I think it will get him over and Elias has to turn face. I I almost feel like that's where this is going. If that isn't where this is going, I don't think it's going to work for either one. Elias is not going to... He isn't working as a heel. We love him, but he's not working as a heel. And Bobby is losing steam as a face at this point.
1: I also think it's very funny that Bobby Roode and Bobby Lashley cannot exist on the same show.
0: Tale of two Bobbies.
1: If... If they did, one person would have to drop their name down to one word. (laughs) And I don't think either man can afford that.
0: Nah, Lashley doesn't have a bad ring to it. It's Lashley!
1: (laughs) It's Ashley.
0: So, again, I I honestly... This whole segment, I loved. I adored it. And especially when you look retrospectively at this pay-per-view, it's one of the shining moments. Now, again... I'm going to be a realist, and I'm going to look at the entire... I'm going to look at at the whole picture. This is the kind of shit that's going to kill the fucking brand extension. You can't have all these people from different brands coming in and interacting when they're fucking split brands. If it's a co-branded pay-per-view that means SmackDown guys fight SmackDown people and stay in SmackDown feuds and interact with SmackDown people and raw people fight raw people and raw feuds and interact see, with raw people you can't fucking mix them or there isn't a brand split it literally And can't that's exist. where I don't
1: agree with you you get fresh By shit you can, when you, though. but when you co-mingle the brands at just at the pay-per-views you get fresh shit you wouldn't normally get to see and to me that's refreshing it's, it's great it's entertaining it's what i want to see and if I if want to see more of it going forward. I said, if we go if back to what I said story last week, into Tasty,
0: it. if we go back to what I said last week, if they only did that for the big four, I would agree with you that it does add a spark. If you do it at every pay-per-view, you're literally seeing it every three or four weeks, and there is nothing special to it. It's literally just all one WWE. There is no separation. That well, only yeah. works you, if you spread it out. Did you see their music video? Yes, i seen the music video. <laughs> But again, that's an ad, and it's okay for them to advertise WWE as a whole. Yeah, you but I mean, NFL the video ads. itself,
1: I think it says it all. We thought we could do it alone, we can't do it, we gotta do it together, and we're happy about it.
0: But that's, but then you that's can't have a, can't have a brand split, is what I'm it. saying. Then you can't have a, if you can't do it alone, you can't have a brand split. You look at it, say, okay, this doesn't work, it failed, even though they didn't give it enough time, and it's literally all one entity at the end. Which is fine because you already have two hundred five live and you have NXT and you have the UK, so you already have separations. Anyways. Yeah, but the problem
1: there is is then Roman Reigns is on both shows and and nobody, you know, Roman Reigns I is like on the... both
0: shows right now, Pasty. No, we stop. literally just watched him on the same fucking pay per view that has all of the SmackDown guys. We just seen it this Sunday, Pasty. He yeah, is on all the
1: shows. It's okay, but I'm talking weekly programming. You don't yes. want to see that. He is no, no, no.
0: Explain to me how he's not.
1: He's not on SmackDown.
0: This pay-per-view.
1: Yes, the pay-per-view. We're talking about weekly broadcast shows, Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, but you're also not getting people who are on
0: either show on weekly uh, pay-per-views. You don't. You aren't getting Mustafa Ali on them. You're not getting people trying. You're not getting all these other people. Doesn't mean they're not part of it forward,
1: you know, if going forward it just means that we're going to get the bigger feuds, the better stories are going to be spotlighted. I get it, People aren't going to get paid the way they should be getting paid for pay-per-views. But if if the pay-per-view is that much more entertaining as a whole, yeah. I, this pay-per-view I fell flat on its own. This sp-
0: was the first pay-per-view, pay-per-view <laughs> of the co-branded and you're going to tell me they're more entertaining as a whole with them being co-branded. Yeah, yeah. Besides
1: well, look that. at that. Look at it this. Way. <laughs> Last year, every two weeks we had a pay per view. One Raw pay per view. One SmackDown pay per view. Say half of the pay per view was shit on both ends. You yep. just take the good half of the pay per view from both ends and you put it together, and that's what hopefully we'll have going forward this year. But they could really be enough. really good if done right. I think the fact that the greatest Royal Rumble was the Friday prior. That's what fucked it.
0: I agree with you. They could be good going forward, but I think the asterisk on that is only if SmackDown guys only interact with SmackDown guys and raw guys only interact with raw guys. That's the only way it's going to be entertaining. Why would we care about a feud between two people who cannot touch each other? Pasty. Why would we give a shit?
1: I'm not saying let's have a whole bunch of feuds that are dual branded. Okay. Okay. Match-wise, yes, it should be SmackDown guys versus SmackDown guys, Raw guys versus Raw guys, and maybe at the big fours when you switch it up a little bit. But having like a segment like this that we're talking about is perfectly fine in my book.
0: Okay, I will agree with you. If you have one segment where just a couple of the guys who wouldn't be on the show otherwise get to do something like this, I will agree with you there. I'm okay with that. If- What if media, for one
1: second, you can see it doesn't matter if they're on the same show or not. These people are friends. They travel together, even if they're Raw and SmackDown split. Because the shows tend to stay in the same region as each other.
0: But if we continue to get matches like, um, you know, Seth and Miz that are going to be on separate brands and all these people that are on separate brands that are
1: going on and they had to kind of paper it off. I don't think we're going to get that very much going forward. Granted, the next pay-per-view is money in the bank. And yeah, you're going to get that, <laughs> but that's money in the bank. And I think that would be expected unless you want to watch for fucking money in the bank ladder matches.
0: I think, I think but in I, that case, then that's where you only have the money in the bank matches be co-branded. And then you don't have a segment like this. You don't have a segment where other people come out and interact with each other because you already fine have with
1: that. that, you know, i but, but, you know, just, I don't know. Like, think up, Up, Down, Down. You know what I mean? They're, they're all together anyway.
0: And to, and to break off a little bit of what you said where they already had these matches and they had to follow through with them. Number one, no, they don't because they change shit on a fucking dime anyways. And number two, they could have easily made some of these matches actually mean something. The Seth Rollins-Miz match, they could have had a storyline.
1: Just because they're on different brands. And you I don't think they want to do what I want them to do. And that's where a, a guy from SmackDown could take a Raw championship and then now he's on Raw. They don't want to do that, but they no, should.
0: but let's say like Seth, Seth Rollins versus The Miz. They could have made this match mean something. This match had no build-up, no story, no nothing, right?
1: Well, it did mean something if it was the best match of the show.
0: The match meant something. The story didn't. The outcome no. of it didn't really matter. Now, what you could have done,
1: Seth Rollins got the championship off the Miz.
0: What you what you could have done is you could have had Seth Rollins come in and say, like, you know, well, I, I want, I want to bring in the Miz I want uh, uh, some lackeys, and they left the Miz. So I'm going to have a match against the Miz for this. Or you could have had Miz come in and say you know what? I don't want to be on this brand. So I want to beat Seth Rollins so that I can actually stay where I want to be on raw and not go over to SmackDown. And like, like give it a reason, like give him. I mean, it could be a bullshit reason. The way I I look at it
1: is Seth Rollins beat Miz. Miz hasn't had his rematch yet. So that had to happen. You know, uh, Samoa Joe versus Roman Reigns. You won't see that again going forward. So they had to get that out of the way. They wanted to, you know what I mean? It's,
0: why did they even have what, to do what 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 would have been if they would? Because there's no title at stake. What would it hurt if they completely changed that match? There was no feud. There's no title at stake. Why did those two have to fucking wrestle at all?
1: Because I think Samoa Joe is the only person now who left Roman Reigns lost to Brock Lesnar that month Roman Reigns getting a victory over Samoa Joe is the only thing that can make Roman Reigns come out of this, you know, looking remotely decent, them you know what I mean? He Otherwise,
0: decent. Yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah.
1: Otherwise I you. he'd just be dead in the water. So you give him a big shark to go against, he beat them, and, you know, that that's that. I don't think I we're going to be seeing shit like this going forward. Yeah.
0: I still think you could have put a storyline behind that, at least even a little bit. But that's me asking for a lot, and we've got really sidetracked it, and I apologize.
1: Hey, Okay, we got time, we don't got a lot of shit to talk about, so we got to fill it up!
0: Fill it up.
1: And I think uh, while we're still talking about this segment, we can uh, probably talk about the Aiden English and Rusev, why WWE is trying to split them.
0: Yeah, what's up with that? It's it's the whole will they, won't they, but in reverse. I, I don't even
1: think it's the will they, won't they. I just think Vince doesn't like Aiden English, but the fans want Rusev to be pushed. And Vince is like, well, what if we team up with Lana? Well, you did that before, okay? You, you fucking did. <laughs> I don't know. I like English now more than I ever have before. And if him and Rusev split, he's got nothing going for him.
0: Yeah, but, you know, they, they teased them splitting, what's that, three weeks ago, two weeks ago? And I think it'll come up
1: in the future.
0: And ever since then, they've just been the best of friends. It's like they're... Uh, and I love... Don't get me wrong. I love a slow burn. Rusev.
1: That was Rusev. That was all Lana. Manipulating woman. Lana. Yeah,
0: manipulated. Lana Ben now? You know, it's like... I, I love the slow burn, and I if it does come to something, that's great. But you got the whole... The, the I, Bailey I, Sasha Rusev shit. Should, should, and Angel you got the... L- um, L- Kevin Owens, Sorry. Sammy Zane shit. And you got the Rusev, Aiden English shit. And if you got three storylines that are taking months to happen... You got you to gotta kind of stagger them a little bit. Have one start now and go a while. I mean, we're all ready for Sasha and Bailey to be over.
1: I don't want Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn to ever split up. I just want them to have this relationship forever.
0: But they teased it for how long?
1: Yeah, that's fine. Because <laughs> they do get along when it matters, and when it doesn't, that's when it falls apart. And that, to me, is entertaining. We'll get into that later. But right now, I do want to talk about Aiden English and Rusev. And like I said, I would like to see Rusev choose Aiden over Lana because when he was with Lana in the first place, it didn't get him all that far. You know what I mean? And they got this ultimate bromance that can't be broken up. Bro before Hose.
0: Right. I agree with you. I don't know that the creative sees it that way. I don't think creative sees anything in Aiden English, and I don't think they feel he has anything to do with Rusev Day. Which, if you ask but, me, Aiden uh, English is fifty percent of Rusev Day. Rusev yeah. is Rusev. Aiden English is Day.
1: Right. <laughs> right. You know. You know. You're about to get you some Rusev Day when Aiden English comes out and sings.
0: Yeah, if he wasn't singing it, people wouldn't be chanting it. Not right. like they are. But, right. Before yeah.
1: Rusev, nobody liked Aiden English's singing at all.
0: I so, did. <laughs> but not, not many others.
1: <laughs> so for me, yeah, I, I keep them together. Keep them together. I think it would be a great, you know, they've been kind of a comedic act, a serious comedic act. Cause they're good together in the ring. They support each other well, but they've also been funny when funny needs to happen. And I think it would be great if, if like next time Lana does that, of just like, pushes her away by her face
0: (laughs) i think it would be great if we got and obviously to a lesser extent
1: we got if if we got lana like sneaking around trying to split them up no no What,
0: what i think would be great is if we had a almost like a mega powers and elizabeth where it's like it's rusev lana and aiden english but you know, for, but there's always this underlying thing between Aiden and Lana where it's like, you know, each one of them feels a little jealous to the other one. You know, they they both want to be Rusev's number one and they both feel like they're his, you know, number two. And, they're, you know, you just have that little bit of friction and you can play off that for years and not even yeah. break them up. And Mm -hmm. you can have all three of them. Then get Lana on TV. Because Lana Lana brings you viewers. Lana sells merchandise. Lana is good to have on TV. They were stupid to ever take her off TV in the first place. They were stupid to put her solo. Yeah, yeah, putting
1: her solo was was a huge mistake, I think.
0: She deserves to be at ringside with Rusev. Because you know what? When people are flicking through the channels, channel surfing, they're going to stop for Lana before they stop for Aiden English. Right. So I would love I mean, to let's, see
1: let's three face then. it, when when it was just Rusev, we had the We Want Lana chance. Now that it's Rusev Day, Rusev and in English, we haven't heard that. You no, know what I mean?
0: We get Rusev days during the main event, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And so yeah, it, it's interesting and I, I can see I can definitely see it's Vince. You know, he doesn't like Aiden, Aiden doesn't have the look.
0: I still but he don't does. Think he likes Rusev. I don't think I would almost think that maybe Rusev is holding the two back more than Aiden. I don't. Nothing has shown me that they are they are sold on Rusev. They've just shit on him every chance.
1: But but from what I hear, the 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 fact of the matter is behind the scenes, Vince is okay with Rusev getting a push with Lana.
0: I guess all I've ever heard is that they're still shitting on Rusev and Lana. I've never heard that there's backstage heat with aiden but i've heard a lot of backstage heat with rusev a lot i know they're not high on aiden but i know rusev has the heat you know yeah and i guess we've talked about it for god since we've started this podcast yeah and uh, i honestly don't know if they split up if rusev would do better than english i don't think english would excel
1: I, I don't think, think Rusev... English would be in, I don't think he'd be in the company for long. No,
0: I think Rusev is the only thing keeping Aiden English relevant, but I also think Aiden English is the only thing keeping Rusev relevant, if that makes exactly. any sense. Exactly, they need
1: each other, so you mm-hmm. would be stupid to split them up. If you split yeah. them up, you're not going to get the reaction you want from the fans, yeah. at all.
0: And you're going to sell a lot less merch, because them yeah. Rusev Day shirts are selling <laughs> Although I do
1: it. also want to point out, I, I, I swear to God that that segment where Lana said she was going to take the place or whatever, she wasn't using her accent anymore. Well, God, you I know, I, I can't,
0: yeah, I can't think back on that, but hopefully.
1: I listened, I listened hard to it. I'm like, is there is there no stupid fake I'll accent? i bet you were
0: hard when you listened to it, Pacey. <laughs> I'll bet.
1: <laughs> I always am. Uh, no, to be honest, Lana doesn't really do it for me.
0: This would be the uh, this would be the time to do it. She's been off TV for a while. She's been out, and you can reintroduce Ooh. a character with a small change like that, and it's not as noticeable immediately.
1: Yeah, she's been off TV and out. Why ain't she been working on her dancing so she can have her solo career <laughs> the way it was supposed <laughs> to be? Big Cass was out, and he worked on his mic skills.
0: Good old Big Ass. I think they big Ass. They shoot him. Why don't they fix now. that? <laughs> they do that they have to do that purposely there's no way they don't do that purposely now
1: and now you brought Cass, and I think we gotta bring up the other thing I think we gotta bring up the thing with the Cena and the Bella yeah. and the Carmella and the, Cena,
0: the Bella and the Carmella
1: and the fact that uh I guess Cass and Carmella broke up at some point during his recovery
0: I've I, actually, from what I've heard, and I did not obviously, we would have reported this had you known about it. Um, from what I heard, it happened in December of last year, so that's like almost a half a year ago. That I've that I've missed yeah. out on this relationship shit.
1: Yeah, that's, it's fucking crazy.
0: It's what? So does that, man?
1: does that mean? Does that mean that she they broke up because of uh, James Ellsworth? <laughs> <laughs> But for what I'm hearing, is Carmella broke up. And, okay, well, first off, okay. the rampant rumors on the internet is that Cena has been seen with Carmella. And it appears that they're in a relationship now, this soon after John Cena and Nikki Bella broke up. And from what I gather, Carmella and Big Cass broke up because Big Cass had no intentions on marrying Carmella. If she's with
0: well, Cena... that's what I've heard, but then, yeah. If she's <laughs> that, that, that has got to be complete hearsay bullshit. I mean, that obviously... I, I heard the exact same thing you heard, but that's obviously bullshit. She, even though she plays a pretty ditzy person on TV, she's not that stupid, okay? <laughs> There's no way that she... broke up with Cass because he wouldn't marry her just to go to John Cena who's been adamant that he doesn't want to marry anybody and just left a fucking what seven year eight year relationship over not wanting to marry someone he was supposed to get married uh, three days ago right right it was uh, May the 4th be with you he was supposed to get married that day instead he put a video of him doing squats in a Vader helmet and fucking picking up the wrong lightsaber (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which, folks, if you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's, it's like a 25-second video of him doing squats in a Vader helmet. And then, he <laughs> and then he puts the weights back on the rack, and he walks over. And he's pushing the different buttons because it's one of the kids' things that speaks in Vader's voice. And then he picks up the lightsaber, and he's about to say something. And whoever's recording is like, hey, isn't that Luke's lightsaber? And he just rips the helmet off, and he's like, come on! Whatever. May the 4th be with you. Fine. (laughs) And he stomps off. (laughs) That's how he spent his wedding day, folks. (laughs) Which, by the way... That's how every
1: man should spend their wedding day.
0: Yeah, he's become my hero at this point now. (laughs) I mean, he fucking... As much as I used to be a Cena sucks guy, after that wedding day shit, he's my hero.
1: (laughs) The thing I, I think is so fucking funny is... They got engaged at WrestleMania, so it's a storyline thing. And the breakup is to support Total Bellas and Total Divas, and it's a storyline thing. And I, it makes me wonder, really, just how long they haven't been together.
0: Right. Pro- I mean, obviously, they didn't just break up the day that they released it. Obviously. Right. I mean, that right. just doesn't happen.
1: It's ratings. It's all. It's all fishing for ratings, and people are biting into it. Like, holy shit! Are you are you that dumb?
0: <laughs> Which you know what? Speaking of of wrestling weddings and everything, I just have to go off subject here and talk about a, a little something. I, I've recently discovered the brand new podcast, um, eighty three weeks. It's the Eric Bischoff Conrad Thompson podcast. It's awesome, folks. If you get a chance to listen to it, listen to it after you listen to us. But anyways, Eric Bischoff was talking about how WCW and NBC came up with a deal to run a few primetime shows. It was six primetime shows total. And one of those shows was going to be a wrestling divorce. And they were he was like, "You know, all these all these wrestling shows always have wrestling weddings and there's weddings on every wrestling show about every 3-4 years." He's like, we were going to do a wrestling divorce where we got Dennis Rodman and Carmen Electra, and they actually did their divorce, their legal divorce, on TV, on primetime, NBC, in the middle of a WCW ring. (laughs) I was like, that's just fucking awesome. I wish they would have done that. (laughs) That would have been so cool.
1: You almost would have got that with Cena and Bella, I'm telling you.
0: They could have. Why didn't they? You know, and I get... I get why they didn't do it, because in this day and age, you can only hide shit for so long. But mm-hmm. honestly, as much as we know everything's kayfabe, couldn't we have had a John Cena-Nikki-Bella storyline play out for a couple months? Or would you and I be shitting on it like, oh, come on, we all know they're broke up in real life, why are they playing this out? I I mean, honestly, I'm,
1: I don't I don't know.
0: I'm 50-50 on that. Part of me thinks they should don't have don't see up, it. I
1: don't see Nikki-Bella wrestling for WWE again. Oh,
0: she's easily... Yeah, she is. She's not no, I don't, that not think job. So. Nikki and we are so. both still wrestling. Are What's they? What's she gonna do? They yeah. were just there for the Women's
1: Royal Rumble, and so were a whole bunch of other women who don't wrestle for WWE fuck anymore.
0: Yeah, they're still...
1: I doubt it. I think they're both... If anything,
0: That's their career, will
1: we'll wrestle again.
0: That's their career. Why do you think, What you think she's gonna leave over a man? You think she's, I don't think it, she's gonna leave. I think she's 40s? gonna get let go. Oh, no. She's she's the, one of the biggest names, even to this date, whether I like no. it or not. No. She's bigger than Asuka. She's bigger than... <sighs>
1: so so what Maybe you want to see ronda rousey one. versus fucking nikki bella at wrestlemania is that what you're saying
0: i don't want to see ronda rousey versus fucking charlotte but that's what we're gonna see
1: <laughs> well that's far better
0: it's the same
1: <laughs> no it's not charlotte has an amount of wrestling skill nikki bella does not Nikki bella. bella does not
0: Nikki Bella is the John Cena of the women's division. Yes, she got a free oh. ride for a while, but she easily upped her game by now. She wrestles as good as as 80% of the women on that roster. She doesn't wrestle as good as Asuka. She doesn't wrestle as good as Ember Moon, um, not Sarah Logan or Ruby Riot. but she wrestles as good as your... Uh, as Eva Marie. Yeah, as Eva Marie, as Charlotte... As Sasha, as no, um, I don't, I don't Mandy Rose, as as a lot, and of I them. don't see
1: I don't see them like leaving the company because I'm pretty sure they're gonna be doing Total Bellas and Total Divas till fucking well, the fucking the end should, of the yeah, world
0: happens. But I don't see them wrestling
1: that. ever again, or at least not in a substantial. Uh, context.
0: So have you and I just reversed our roles on the Daniel Bryan thing, but with uh, with with Nikki Bella instead? Where I was always like, Daniel Bryan's never going to wrestle for WWE again, and you're like, it's going to happen. But <laughs> now I'm saying Nikki Bella definitely is going to wrestle for WWE. <laughs> oh, interesting. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to go right out on a limb right now and say if she never, if neither one of them wrestled for them again, I'm fine with it. I'm perfectly fine. I just don't think WWE can afford to lose them, or at least WWE doesn't believe they can afford to lose them. Let me put it that way. They're not pushing Sarah Logan like they could. they're not pushing Bailey like they could. they're not pushing Becky like they could. If Nikki wants to come back tomorrow, they're going to push her to the moon and back. That's my thoughts. And speaking of Daniel Bryan and Big Cass, yeah, my segways are getting better, man. Hey, yeah, there you go, buddy. They had a match. Um, at least there was a little bit of a storyline to this, but we still really don't. I mean, I, I guess, I guess the storyline is that they were both injured and out. They both got released at the same time, so Big Cass is mad at Daniel. We we get it, but man. He definitely wasn't training while he was out, Big Cass, because right. I wanted him to come back as good or better than when he left, and he's come back. I mean, shit, we both predicted
1: that Cass would defeat Daniel in this one, and that didn't happen. But you
0: should have, storyline-wise.
1: Storyline-wise, exactly, exactly. Daniel can afford to put him over. He can't afford to lose Daniel.
0: So, I'm just going to put this out here, man. You know it's going bad when the crowd chants for a rapist during the match. (laughs) There were literal We Want Enzo chants during this match. Although, honestly, the worst part of this was that they actually advertised Daniel Bryan and The Miz appearing on the post-show, but because of the vicious post-match beatdown, Bryan wasn't medically cleared to sit in a fucking chair and talk. So we didn't get... The Daniel Bryan-Miz confrontation, which is about the only fucking thing we wanted coming out of this show. I mean, I guess that's one way to get heat on Cass.
1: Yeah. Uh, We want Enzo. There's a handful (laughs) of people chanting, no, we don't.
0: There was. There was a a response of, no, we don't. But yeah, it was the minority... (laughs) Definitely not the majority.
1: Oh, that's and bad. Even, that's that's even bad. That'd be like that. if people started chanting for Chris Benoit. Actually, I don't think that would be as bad. <laughs> right? Uh they're
0: not chanting for Chris Benoit. They're chanting for Crispin Wah. The Asian yeah. fella. <laughs> yeah, I really don't have much to say about this match, other than, other than the fact that they're already milking the whole. Um, Brian might not be medically cleared after any match, which we knew it wasn't going to take him long to do. But you don't right. have to milk it with the big cast shit. Save that for a. And the thing
1: is, the thing is, is Daniel's got to be super solid because he puts himself through hell every chance he gets.
0: He did. He went. He went full bore in this match. It wasn't a good mm-hmm. match. About I mean, the only
1: thing he's changed, he said he's changed his wrestling style so much, it's so much safer. The only thing he doesn't do now is multiple headbutts, you know what I mean?
0: Right, yeah. I Everything else is the him same. The...
1: And actually, I think he takes more than he did before. He Just doesn't not headbutts. do the
0: diving headbutt. He doesn't do the headbutts. But man, when he does those drop kicks in the corner, he's landing on his head about 50% of the time.
1: Now let's talk about Big Cass selling those yes kicks for a minute here.
0: Yes. The it kicks. The it kicks. Daniel Bryan stole them from from The Miz. Come on. Right. Give credit where credit's due.
1: (laughs) Man. Man, I hope Daniel never has to have another match with Cass again after that. (laughs) Because that was the worst.
0: It was pathetic. Just
1: pathetic. And the way he, like, the way he, like, circled his arms. It was the same way every fucking time. And he started doing it before the kick even.
0: Yeah. Launched. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> bad. He's that just... was,
0: that was bad. Yeah. They, with people like Baron Corbin and Elias Samson and other guys coming up through the ranks. I, I, I'm all for giving big cast a shot, but man, he needs to earn it and I don't feel like he's earning it yet.
1: Honestly, I don't even know what you do with Cat at this point unless you give him a bunch of jobbers for a while.
0: You know, yeah, I don't know either. You could send him back down to NXT. He could easily be a big thing down there. Um, I... Yeah, I, I really don't know. I mean... He... He needed Enzo, and this is more more apparent now than ever. When he had Enzo, he was okay. He was always the second fiddle, but he was okay. And then when they broke up and they had to feud, Enzo sold Big Cass as being this huge baby face, and Enzo was the horrible ass. Right. Um, ironically, Enzo was the big ass. <laughs> <laughs> right. But without Enzo being either his teammate or his opponent, And Daniel Bryan isn't the guy. If you, I get it. You you want to make him a heel, and everybody's going to cheer Daniel Bryan. But Daniel Bryan's so good. uh, Put him against. You don't
1: need him to go up against a huge heel. You you don't need it.
0: Put him against Elias, and let Elias be a face, and let everybody boo Big Cass, and let those two go at it. I'm going to admit they're not going to be the best matches in the world, but at least you'd have a story out of it, and maybe you could build Cass up a little (laughs) bit. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have the answers.
1: Yeah, and I don't know either. I do know Daniel Bryan did not win his qualifier to get into the Money in the Bank. I guess that doesn't necessarily mean that he's not in the Money in the Bank, because they've added a seventh man before.
0: He shouldn't. Daniel Bryan should not be in a ladder match any soon. He doesn't need
1: it. I'm, I'm actually... I hate to say it. But I'm hoping Roman Reigns wins it. That way he picks pick his next fight against Brock Lesnar and and actually <laughs> win it.
0: I'll go out on. But a I don't even know a... that Roman
1: Reigns was in the qualifiers. I I, I don't know because I, I didn't watch.
0: Is but I, I will say Daniel Bryan at this point literally doesn't need another title ever again.
1: Don't He's say that. Over.
0: Well, no, he doesn't need it. He doesn't need it. Is what I'm saying. He, he needs doesn't.
1: Well, I right want now, him to be his character... AJ Styles for it.
0: Well, his character is bigger than a title at this point. He can go down in history without ever winning another title, and he's going to be a Hall of Famer. He does not need that title for anything. So if you're going to give titles to people, if you're going to give briefcases to people, if you're going to give rumble wins to people, give it to people that can use it. Daniel Bryan cannot use any of those. He just doesn't need it. It's literally not going to help his character any. And it almost hurts his underdog status if he has a title.
1: Almost, I don't know. He's got. There's a lot of big guys he can come up against and play the underdog role. I look forward to. I know it's not going to happen now, but sometime in the future, I want to see him versus Strowman. And I yeah, want to see him lose be good to with, Strowman. With
0: Strowman as the champ, but not yeah. With Daniel as the champ. I don't think that does right. any good, really.
1: Right, uh, but okay. I want to see him lose to Strowman. I don't want to see him lose to Cass.
0: No, <laughs> well, yes. I might be I okay wanted, with him losing I, to I Elias. To, I wanted to see him lose to Cass a, in, in a series and then win the eventual series.
1: Right, yeah, yeah. something to overcome.
0: No, Elias what I'm hope
1: yeah. what I'm hoping now is Daniel's next feud is with Samoa Joe because Samoa Joe's on SmackDown, oh, Daniel's gosh. on SmackDown. Dude, yes.
0: I just pre a little bit. Honestly. <laughs> I'm going to have to clean myself up It'd be up great. Here.
1: They could have a fucking submission match, dude.
0: Why not? Fuck! I'd love it. I'd love it. I'd love it. For I mean, I'm sold. You just say the words Daniel Bryan and, and Samoa Joe, I'm sold. They had classics in Ring of Honor. They'll have classics here. Obviously, they're both a couple steps behind where they were back then, but it it's still good. Well... I, you never know in WWE, man. Look at Styles Nakamura it still hasn't lived up to it. Look at all these other ones that just haven't quite lived up to it. It's, maybe, getting, close.
1: it's getting closer with not. Styles Nakamura. And I don't know where they go next, but it's got to be fucking
0: big. It is. We'll talk about what you texted me before. And when you first messaged me that, I was like, yeah, that's right. And then after you messaged it with me, I seen a big flaw in that, that idea. Um. But I, going back to the whole money in the bank thing, I really do not want to see Daniel Bryan anytime soon in a ladder match, in a Hell in a Cell match, in a cage match. None of that stuff. If he literally is gonna be checked every night after every match to see if he's okay, and since the last time he was really injured was a fucking ladder match, let's just let's just stay away for right. a year. Give it a year, Daniel. Give it a year. <laughs>
1: There's so just, much he can do, and I want to see him in more one-on-one feuds than a multi-man feud anyway.
0: Yeah. I just, it, it. I hate to look at Daniel Bryan and feel like, you feel like he's fragile. You look at him, and every time you think of something great, you think of, oh, I don't know if I want him to do that. <laughs> and it, it hurts me to think that way, but I look at him as a human right. being, and I think of that stuff as a human being, but then as a fan, I'm like, God, but... I shouldn't look at that way. He should be Daniel Bryan. He should be the American Dragon, Bryan Danielson. He should be able to do anything. And I don't know where you draw the line of being a fanboy and and being a smark, and then just being an asshole.
1: Right. And I know everybody's concerned for Daniel. We don't want his his run to end anytime soon. So the safer they play, the better off they are, and I'm okay with that doesn't need to be in any that's the thing that's the great thing about daniel he's so good he doesn't need to be in match gimmick matches at all no unless like i said maybe a submission match a submission iron match man or match. last
0: man standing match yeah yeah I mean, yep yeah those kind of gimmicks sure throw them on him for sure he's got the stamina he can do that shit for sure Uh, Next, we had the women's championship match. We had Cena's new bitch versus uh, Ric Flair's Spawn. I have here in my notes, let the battle of nepotism commence. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) let's be honest. You and I hadn't heard about this shit until just recently. But man, it makes sense why all of a sudden Carmella is just fucking owning Charlotte, right? As soon as she put fucking Super Cena's cock in her mouth, all of a sudden she's like Popeye with spinach, fucking beating the right. shit out of Charlotte's blue doll ass.
1: Charlotte Queen. <laughs> <laughs> I just see that coming, man. It's fucking. Amazing. I did not see that coming, but I
0: think it's great because, as I just recently said, not too long ago, and as I've said multiple times, Charlotte is just an okay wrestler who is given her place because she's Flair's daughter. So you know what fucking give her somebody that can compete with her honor level. Another okay wrestler who has somebody's fame that's going to keep her in the main event. That's the most fair fight I can fucking think of. Bring it on. I know a lot of people disagree with me. A lot of people think Charlotte is the best women's wrestler ever. I say watch one of her matches. Don't get me wrong. Her moonsaults are beautiful. She's she's not the best. I don't know what else she does other than her moonsaults. That that impress me at all. Her figure eight is pathetic. Her punches aren't good. Her chops aren't good. Um, she did. I've never seen a five star match from her. A four star. A three star match. Her best matches have come from opponents who are great, like Sasha Banks and like Asuka and um. But then again, I mean, the internet's going to hate me right now. Go back and look at Ric Flair. Ric Flair was (laughs) never a great wrestler. He was great on the mic, and he was great at selling things. He could tell a story, which goes a long way. That's something that Charlotte needs to learn also. But as far as actually being a a great in-ring wrestler, he was not. He never put on great matches. It wasn't even until like the late 90s that people started calling him a great like mat wrestler, which, which he's not. He'll even tell you that. He's not a great Matt wrestler. He can flip over the top rope. He can sell. He can bump. He can poke an eye. He can low blow. He puts on an okay figure four, which is an easy hold to put on. That's it. I love him. And he, he's one of the most entertaining people in the ring. I'm not taking anything away from Flair. One of the most entertaining people in the ring. You want to sell tickets, put Flair in the ring. Rick, not Charlotte. But, yeah, this, is, uh, this was another... This wasn't even an okay match. I, I would go as far as to say this was not a good match. Not not bad, but less than okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, the, the outstanding was Carmella beat Charlotte clean. What?
0: <laughs> yeah, that was basically the the one thing of note, is she actually beat her clean, mm-hmm. which is like, wow. Yeah,
1: I, I thought for sure the Iconics were going to get involved in some fashion, and they didn't.
0: Nope. Oh, that's another uh, name on the list I didn't even put in. I'm going to put that in right now. What list? I don't know.
1: You'll have to tune in next week to find out, folks.
0: If they cut us off again, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So moving on, we had WWE Championship No DQ match. Th- this was actually the second best match of the night. I liked this match. AJ Styles I don't agree with Nakamura. Um, it wasn't as good as their last match, but again, better than their Mania match, I think.
1: It wasn't as No DQ as a No DQ match should be, and also AJ he- didn't wear a nut cup, and to me, that ruined it.
0: The only reason it was no DQ though was for the low blows, and they they put in a good amount of low blows. So, so they sold the gimmick.
1: Of fucking no blow- low <laughs> they, blows. they
0: did sell the gimmick. I agree with you. We talked about it last week. Why wouldn't he have? We we had even talked about him having a solid oh my steel God. nut cup.
1: <laughs> their their fucking next match is gonna be a nut cup on a pole match with no disqualification.
0: It is not. But I've heard a lot of people fucking <laughs> josh that. <laughs> I I heard one person say. I that heard that. Uh, on that's fresh
1: on my dome.
0: <laughs> oh, really? I've seen that written down a few places. A fucking cup on a pole match. I tell you what, if Russo was still booking, listen, bro, listen. We got AJ Styles Nakamura at WrestleMania, bro. What we could do, we could give them a five-star Tokyo Dome match, bro. We could. That's what they expect, bro. We don't want to give them what they expect, bro. No. We give them... A two-star match, bro. Listen to me, bro. It's up here, bro. I'm thinking about it. What we do, we give them a two-star match at Mania, and then we build it up. You want to know how we build it up? We build it up with balls, bro. That's how we do things on Staten Island, bro. And what we're going to do is Nakamura's going to hit him with a low blow, bro. It's the low blow show, bro. All right. And he's going to do it not one week, not two weeks, not three weeks, not four weeks, not five weeks, not six weeks, not seven weeks, bro. No, we're going to have him keep doing it, bro. And then, and then, bro, what they're going to do, bro. That money in the bank, bro, we got money in the bank matches with ladders, bro, but no, we're gonna have a nut cup on a pole, bro, but not just any pole, bro. It's a tall pro pole where they gotta use a ladder, bro, and it's a ladder nut cup on a pole, bro, mole match, low blow, bro. <laughs> I think the pitch would go something like that. <laughs> That's that's kind of what I picture uh, Vince Russo pitching. <laughs> I had to get that in. I didn't get my Vince here, I'm gonna... in last week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we need to after that, man. He cut us off early. We weren't even ready to be done. Bitch. Bitch. I'm going to do something here quickly because we're talking about Styles Nakamura. Good. I was watching. I did watch highlights because, you know, I I do that. And I caught um, Nusuke Nakamura cut a promo. And I would like to share that with the people. And the only way for me to do that is to share my audio to you. And I'm going to do that. Share sounds from this screen here. Sorry, folks. This was... Spur not of the moment discuss. shit
0: folks Spur of the moment shit You're getting it live on the fly
1: Okay now let's hope everybody can hear it Because when we're no! on Skype It's a lot quieter for me Than it is when we're not on Skype I learned that earlier today as well But I want to try to give it to you Raw And uncut Here we go
0: Over? No. Speak English. Since we know that you speak English. We've heard you speak English before. Oh, Yes. I am English. But I've forgotten it. <laughs> so yeah. now, speak English. Okay, well. Before you forget how to speak English again, is there anything? AJ <laughs> Styles. AJ Styles, nuts. But so am I. We are not finished.
1: He's just gonna talk about Styles Nuts.
0: It is Styles Nuts. <laughs> but so am I. <laughs> I love it. This man I you know what? I almost think it's better that they brought him in his face and turned him heel than if he would have came in if he'd have came in with this gimmick, nobody would have bought it. It would have been hokey and stupid. Mm. So I love that he came in as a super baby face. And they've turned him into this this super heel. I love this heel. I love it!
1: I just love it! It is pretty wonderful. But I love that. I learned English, but I forgot it.
0: I forgot it. <laughs> yeah, and this, I mean, it's totally... This is... I, I could almost see this... I, I'm not saying it is, because I don't know, and I'm pretty sure he has nothing to do with creative at this point in time. This feels very Paul Heyman-esque because Paul Heyman is most notable for being able to hide people's weaknesses and accentuate their positives. And obviously, Mm. as much as I love Nakamura, Mm. one of his weaknesses is English promos. AJ
1: Styles nuts?
0: (laughs) No, that's that's AJ's weakness. (laughs) That's his strength. But, yeah, I mean, he's, he's a great promo in Japan, but he isn't the best English-speaking individual, so an English promo is his weakness. And with these really short, slow, methodical, concise promos, he's fucking nailing it. And I think mm-hmm. Jake Roberts, Jake the Snake, taught us a long time ago that sometimes quiet and slow is more impactful than the shouting at everyone all the time you
1: know what i mean <laughs> i want more cocaine cocaine induced screaming promos though I, I i love those i think
0: we all miss a lot of that i think we all but dolph ziggler more than makes up for it every time he it. <laughs> i always gotta be shouting nobody knows what the fuck he's shouting about but he won't shut the fuck up um, We didn't even really talk about the ending So what happened at the ending was Not only were there multiple low blows But at the very end both AJ and Nakamura Just wail And perfect timing might I add These guys had it down They both just kicked the shit Out of their dicks And they both landed on the ground
1: <laughs> Literally They <laughs> yeah. both shit from their dicks that night
0: They both landed on the ground And had a double count out I've seen so many people online pissed that they had a knockout during an ODQ match. This wasn't a fucking disqualification. He didn't disqualify them for kicking them in the nuts. It is a countout or a knockout. It's a fucking knockout. It's legitimate. Well, what is back to what, what, what I is say.
1: the technical stipulation for a match that doesn't have a referee decision like that? It wouldn't be a false count anywhere because they'd still count.
0: No, it wouldn't be a last match. I, a knockout's a knockout. I don't know of any matches that aren't a knockout. Even in a submission match, you can get knocked out. I don't. I mean, for if you're if you're talking kayfabe, which we are obviously, you can't have a match without allowing knockouts because once somebody's knocked out, they can no longer compete. I mean, it's done.
1: Well, I mean, an i quit match, you have to say i quit. Nope, I think they had knockouts the on
0: i quit matches. Uh... Oh, yeah, I'd say 50% of <laughs> I Quit matches are by knockouts because they want to save the face's face. <laughs> There's a lot of I Quit I matches don't know. that they end need, with the other person passing out. a
1: special match that can't end unless it's by pinfall or submission.
0: That would almost have to be what we've seen, which would be an unsanctioned? Um, unsanctioned match, I would almost feel. And even then, I could easily see them allowing a knockout to be a finish, But that's about the only time I could even feasibly see it. Because if we're talking kayfabe, which again we are when we're talking stipulations, if somebody's knocked out, they've lost. I mean, there is no greater win for the victor than to actually knock their opponent out. That's better than pinning, submitting, I quitting, anything, where you've just beat the shit out of them and they're no longer able to even compete.
1: I just hope we don't get another no contest match from these guys going forward. That's
0: and so that, that's what I wanted to bring up. You messaged me saying. and you're like, "We need two we times the seven days."
1: A... Pissed me the fuck off.
0: I I love it. I love it because this is actually telling a story, and I'm okay with it because the matches have been good and they've ended in a way that continues this story. And neither person's and looking. You
1: both so- agree they get better every time.
0: Uh no, I don't think this was as good as their last one, but easily better than their Mania one. But I think they're getting better. Yes, obviously. I don't think this was as good as um, Greatest Royal Rumble, but I think it was way better than way better than Mania. But I mean, where? Yeah, where do you go from here? Do you do a? You'd almost have to have a uh, an odd stipulation match with like a no low What about low a street fight? Rule.
1: Would there be like a street fight where you don't get knocked out I'm, being
0: down? No, because no a street fight's basically just a no DQ fight except you wear street clothes. Which I've always ah. thought is stupid. It's a street yeah. fight, we have to wear blue jeans and tennis shoes. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. It's like <laughs> There's no rule of what you have to wear anyways. So if it's easier to fight in street clothes, why don't you just fight in street clothes every day like John Cena? Maybe right, that's why right. he's Super Cena and he never loses, because he always dresses in street clothes. He's always in tennis shoes and jeans. <laughs> I, you, There really isn't a stipulation that would... Not unless they make something up, or like if it's something really cheesy, like a, something that involves a nut cup, which... We all think it should be, but we also know it's super cheesy.
1: It's super cheesy, but I think in this feud, it would work. It would definitely work.
0: Is this another example of kind of what we were talking about before we get got on the air, where I think this pay-per-view just shows us I don't know that they know where they're going. Could they have made this match and not know what the next match is? Do you think that's possible?
1: Maybe. I mean, I can't guess what the next match is so there's a very good chance that they don't know
0: <laughs> yeah because a lot of times they have a better <laughs> idea than they know <sighs> i i don't know what you do with this i honestly don't i'm loving it no i'm, I'm not knocking this the whole feud i'm loving and their matches i mean are good. it's
1: good and it got me emotionally charged with the finish so they're doing something right yep I just, I don't know. I want a concise decision on the next match.
0: I would think since it's their third Although you said they could run this
1: to SummerSlam, and I'm not going to disagree with you there.
0: They could, and they maybe should. I I could see Money in the Bank as the next one. They don't even have to compete at Money in the Bank. Uh, I don't know who who you would have it. They could have a tag match, I guess. I don't know what you do. Do you do a oh? Do you do a ladder match? There can't be uh there can't be a double um there can't be a double knockout on a ladder match. You have to pull a title from the ladder, Pasty.
1: That could be okay.
0: Fuck! I, how did we not think of that one? Yeah. That's what a ladder
1: match. match without the championship on the line and a nut cup dangling.
0: Why can't well, <laughs> I prefer the championship but you know, I'll take either one. What about just, what about just some brass balls? It's like, He's got the balls. Vince's brass rings. Here's the brass. Oh my balls. god!
1: This fucking feud needs to end at the Great Balls of Fire pay per view.
0: I wish they have that again. That would be the perfect <laughs> blow off, wouldn't it? Great Balls of Fire.
1: Honestly, Delays only a couple months out. So if they do it again, and I i am all for it i liked last year's do it again great balls of fire the final match between aj and shinsuke yes (laughs) sign me up
0: it's not released on their pay-per-view chart but man if you were ever gonna do it now would be the time to do it for real great balls of fire make it a fucking inferno match and just have yes. like a have like a branding iron in each corner, and whoever fucking just brands the other person's testicles. You have a you have a P one on one of them, and then you have whatever you want for Shinsuke's logo to be. I don't know what fucking an N or whatever it is, and they gotta brand the balls. And it then all they really all they really gotta do is have it like um dipped in like um like ink, like stamp ink, so that way when yeah. you put it on there, it looks like it's branded on there. And Maybe you have. Like, gimmick it so that smoke comes out of it. Like, you push a button and, and smoke comes out. Right. And it's got ink on it, so it literally <laughs> looks like it's branding the te- Fuck, man, we should be booking these shows, pasty. <laughs> <laughs> great balls of fire. Brand those testy cows.
1: <laughs> oh, man. God, they better do great balls of fire this year with this feud going on. It needs to.
0: It, it actually has a
1: point, unlike last year, where Vince yeah. is like, I want testicles in a cock.
0: Which, by the way, ended up being the best fucking pay-per-view of the year. Holy shit. Yes. Nobody expected that. Especially I you almost, and I. I,
1: don't, I don't watch it almost.
0: <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's the one good thing about having one of those pay-per-views that have only ever happened once, is that when it is that good, like five, six, 12 years from now, with the WWE Network still being around, I can randomly be like, God, I want to watch a good pay-per-view. Man, I remember Great Balls of Fire. And you can just look up Great Balls of Fire, and it's the only one. Like, you know that's going to be a good (laughs) pay-per-view. It's going to be good. Like it should.
1: Yeah, it's definitely not in the list of uh, pay-per-views for the year, unfortunately.
0: Not after they, they axed all the, the gimmicky, well, not the gimmicky, the ungimmicky ones. Once they knocked it down to, are we up to, si- I think we're up to 16 pay per views now this year. One, two,
1: well, not counting NXT this one.
0: Yeah, and I don't think they have the, uh, well, I don't know if the global warning is going to be a pay per view or a glorified house show like the GER.
1: Do I only count 12? I think I only count 12. probably
0: only count 12.
1: One per month makes sense.
0: But you still have the one in Australia. People are debating about the greatest Royal Rumble. I mean, to me, it it, it is what it is. It never was a pay-per-view. Why would you debate it? And that's possibly what the um, global warning in Australia is going to be, is that it's not a pay-per-view. It's just a house show that's on the network. I'm okay with that, honestly. If, if you if you promote it like that, not like you did the greatest Royal rumble, Ugh. just promote I'm looking it like, at hey, the list of uh, matches.
1: pay-per-views this year on cbssports.com and November 17th, 2018 NXT takeover war games two question mark. Please. Yes, please.
0: Yes. Oh uh, yeah. I'm down for it. <laughs> we don't even know who's going to be around in NXT at that time. So fuck right. yeah
1: Let's let's make this an annual NXT event. That'd be great. I don't ever need to see it in WWE if that's the case.
0: Nope. If they just want to make it a strictly NXT thing, I'm okay with it being in their hands. For sure. Uh, next, we got a tag team match that had no buildup and no reason to happen. Braun Strowman and Bobby but Lashley. Was
1: my favorite match of the night. <laughs>
0: Defeated Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, pasty Tell us why fucking... it's your favorite match of the night, because I don't know.
1: <laughs> Just the dynamic of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, man. When they work together, they're great. But when they don't work together, it's even better for me. It was humorous. It was amusing the way that they both were working together and keeping Lashley from tagging in Braun for most of the match. Fantastic. And then LeBron gets tagged in, and they're both like, fuck no. And Zayn tries to walk away, and Kevin Owens is like, no, we got to do this. We got to do this together. Let's get in there. And then Zayn throws Kevin in, and then Kevin throws Zayn in. Beautiful. I I love that dynamic, and I hope Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn stay together like this for the rest of history. And they can. They can fight each other, too. But it always comes back to the they need each other. You know what I mean?
0: There always they're always going to be yin and yang. That's yeah, till the end of time. There's there's no going mm-hmm. uh macho and hogan the Yeah. There's Macho and Hogan, there's uh Stone Cold and the Rock. There's a handful of people that are always gonna for better or worse, there's RKO and Cena. Uh there's always gonna be a yin <laughs> and a yang. <laughs> Um, there, there's uh, AJ Styles and Christopher Daniels there's always going to be that yin and the yang here and there and these two guys are and that's mm-hmm. that group that works so awesome together but also works well alone you look at a group like um, the Dudleys or the Hardys they're not a yin and a yang the Dudleys don't work good against each other but they're awesome together Bully Ray is awesome alone mm-hmm. you look at the Hardys they're awesome together and they can both be they can both be awesome alone, but they can't be awesome against each other. I've never, um, well, I, I take that back. In early two thousands, I think they had a great feud. So maybe they are also a yin and a yang. It's hard to tell. But yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. I didn't like the match at all. Um, I did love when you when you have two people that are best friends working together. You get things like that slap. And when Sami Zayn slapped Kevin Owens, he slapped the ever loving fuck out of him. <laughs>
1: That was, right, oh, right. that
0: was not a work to slap. I mean, that hurt. And I, I love that shit.
1: I See, for me, it's right after the slap when he's like, oh, I didn't mean to do it. I didn't mean to do it. I love you. We're okay. I'm very interested <laughs> in the fact. That's what this was for me was the dynamic. And the fact that going into it, I had expected Braun Strowman and Lashley to be the team that doesn't get along through the match to get the exact opposite of that was just great. And every time every time they do this I'm going I'm going to say it's fucking brilliant. Every fucking time.
0: I was intrigued with the fact that it seems like if they are planting the seeds of the Owen Zane breakup which they have been, it looks like they're leaning towards at this point from this match Zane being the heel and Owen's being the face, which mm-hmm. obviously Zane was floundering as a face. And Owens can easily get cheered, so maybe that's actually the best idea? Maybe. Maybe. I just I do know that right
1: after the match, or right after the pay-per-view, Braun Strowman took to Twitter and tweeted, were y'all expecting something different? So WWE knew what we all predicted, and they flipped it on just to throw us off, and it was great. It was great. This, to me, probably the moment of the night and i look at it not as a match i look at it as a segment just like the elias thing it yeah. was there for nothing more than entertainment
0: to me it was merely okay as a segment the the zane's Owen stuff isn't anything new it's the same stuff we've seen no, it's
1: still fun it's Braun, still fun
0: it when the actually
1: in on the same page I just, I love that. They're on the same page, and then they're not.
0: Braun, Lashley, we don't even know why they're together. Braun is starting to get booed again, which just isn't good. Um, We don't know why he, afterwards, he power slammed the two heels. That's a very heel thing to do. He shouldn't have done that. That's weird. Um, He
1: totally fine and I said that during the match. Like, he's a face, but he's still a monster. uh,
0: He's... He's not pulling it off right. Well, not like, not like Kane did.
1: Monsters and monsters think.
0: Not like, um, not like Goldberg did. Not like a lot of. He's not pulling it off right. He's getting booed, so he's obviously not pulling it off right. He's he's losing them. Lashley, they're... What are they yeah. doing with Lashley?
1: More time, on the power slams. So, uh.
0: what are they doing with Lashley? This isn't helping Lashley. This didn't help.
1: But he. Cares did, at I this guess point. who did
0: this help? Well everybody cares. Lashley, let's be honest pasty. Lashley is the only person on here who's new, fresh, and we should be building. Everybody but. else is passe and old, right? Maybe right. Braun. Maybe Braun. I mean, we're still building Braun, but I mean, he's he's the brand new powerhouse. Why would you not want to push him and build him? Why'd you I guess why'd you sign him if you weren't going to push him and build him?
1: Well, he's an older guy. I mean, you need, you need the veterans there to put over the younger talent.
0: He's not older than Kevin yeah. or Sammy, at least not by much.
1: No, but as far as the company goes, Lashley had a run before. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's as a veteran who's been there before, and at that point, it's his job to lose.
0: Like the Mickey James, you're putting him in the Mickey James category? I can see that. Yeah. yeah. I can see it. I think that's the wrong role for him. I think he definitely could be a main eventer. Um I just don't know I don't know who this helped. I don't know who walked away from this match in a better position than when they came in. This guy. Well, <laughs> okay. So we got pasty over. I don't think it, definitely, or Zane it definitely did.
1: kind of dulled the rage I was feeling from the match before.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: I think I, that's exactly what I was meant to do. And guess, for it being the piss break match of the pay per view. God damn. I'm glad yeah. I didn't go piss.
0: I, I'm the only person who actually liked the, the ending of the, the match before, so I'll give you that. I do think they meant it as a piss break, and I think that's kinda how it came off, at least to me. But I've seen much worse piss breaks. Yeah, yeah. Much this was like an A plus piss break match, definitely. Mm. Um, but I, I left I left the whole match just feeling meh and like And that I didn't lose out. Like, if I had never seen that match, I wouldn't have lost out on anything. From the Monday before to the Monday after, nothing changed, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, yeah, you you did the Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens thing, so you pushed that towards Sami being healed. It only works if they're going to continue to push Sami... As being heel in this last Monday, from what I've read or watched, it seems like they really didn't capitalize on that at all. They're back to being best friends again. So, God, I'm going to sound like a broken record. I don't think WWE knows what they're doing with these people. I don't think they have long-term plans. I think they're literally going week to week.
1: Well, it's fun. That's all that matters to me. It's fun. I have a good time with it. I don't want 7, Cammy, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't want Korea and Zany to split up. Yeah. I want them to talk this line forever. To me, this is more entertaining than Owens and Jericho.
0: I love you so much for bringing up Korea and Zany. I I completely forgot what it was. And I didn't want to ask you on air because I was like, God, I know there was a great fucking name you had said. So I love you so much for saying Korea and Zany because I'm going to try to keep using that as their name. That's what (laughs) I want to refer to them as as we keep going as Korea and Zany.
1: Just like up next, we'll be talking about the new Roman Reigns fan base.
0: Yes. We got Samoa Joe defeating Samoa Joe in a match... That again, we don't know why it happened, other than they were both Samoans named Joe.
1: That can only be one.
0: <laughs> but yes, as Pacey said, the aforementioned and Pacey named romantics were in the crowd. Given their, they love. didn't
1: show face for a little while.
0: Well, it's hard, man. It's hard when you're outnumbered that that much. Um, I don't have a lot to say about this.
1: Romantics got up and walked out as Roman Reigns was entering the arena.
0: We we have to we have to talk yeah, we have to first start off at that. After the Braun Strowman, Bobby Lashley, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn match, which had no build, no title, and wasn't a main event, people still felt they've seen a fucking enough. And let's, let, first, let's paint the picture here. It was already past the 11 o'clock fucking hour. 7 o'clock, so, but yeah. well, no, 11 o'clock, 10 o'clock our time pasty. People live off yeah, Eastern yeah. time, though. Yeah, it was the 11 o'clock hour. We, 10 o'clock where you and I live, yes. But 11 o'clock for Eastern, Mountain, and Pacific. We're the only ones that get the, the break. <laughs> we were lucky <laughs> enough to get the fucking extra break in there. Uh, but yeah, if you were watching it live eastern pacific mountain or or being there in the studio it was already past 11 o'clock by the time fucking roman starts getting to the ring and from the sounds of things a good 15 to 25 percent of people left the fucking arena beat the traffic started <laughs> beat the traffic pasty what we, we, we don't have an answer for this. This is a rhetorical question. We almost, I almost thought for, for a while after at WrestleMania, Brock Lesnar beat Roman, I said, you know what? Wow, Vince McMahon is actually understanding that it's not working and he just has to move on. Pacey, what more has to happen before fucking... Before Vince McMahon realizes it's not working and he just needs to move on, they're trying this whole I don't Daniel think it's ever Bryan gonna story. I don't, don't think Iron. it's ever
1: going to happen. And why I don't think it's ever going to happen if it's is not because
0: then pull the trigger and just fucking let him be Super Cena. This tight the thing is,
1: he's got to win over enough of the of the crowd.
0: He's not going first. to. We know that. You just you he's just on the it. cusp.
1: He's on the they're cut. They're
0: walking out. More people are walking out now than were cheering six months. Ago. They
1: walked out because it was it's... a fucking. It was after ten o'clock, and they're like, "Oh, it's a dark match. We're going out. home."
0: If it was AJ Styles Nakamura, they would not have walked out. You no, if you,
1: if, I've seen clips, so, and a lot of the a lot of the families who left are, are are parents with children. And it was already late enough. They All already spent three hours children, of wrestling pasty?
0: What the fuck is that argument? They were parents', <laughs> parents with children of young
1: children. Sorry. <laughs> Let me correct my fucking self. Hold your fucking horses, sir.
0: <laughs> yes, but that doesn't change the fact that if it was something they really wanted their kids to watch, if it's something they really wanted to watch, if it was if it was Hogan Warrior fucking WrestleMania 9, they would not have fucking left those seats pasty. Argue that.
1: I won't argue that. I won't.
0: So there is but wrong. something wrong. I also
1: don't condone the fact that this was the, the headlining match of the night. Not at all.
0: No. No. Vince screwed Vince screwed Roman on this one. Yeah. And what's even worse, Samoa Joe's going to get the fucking hammer on it. Vince is going to look at it, and say, I put Samoa Joe in the main event. Everybody's shitting on it. Ratings went down and people walked out. Samoa Joe will never be in the main event again. (laughs) It's not going to be Roman's fault. It's going to be Joe's fault. Mm. God, that sucks. God, that sucks.
1: All I know is Roman needs to win the money in the bank and be able to cash in on Brock at his leisure. And that'll be, I think that'll be what makes it.
0: At this point, what is even hesitant about pulling the trigger? There's two titles. We can love Cena while the kids buy Roman's fucking merch. Which, by the way, the kids are buying AJ's merch also. But let's forget that. Just fucking let Roman win it. Give him a fucking five, six month reign. Let Braun win it from him. We're all going to be happy. We knew it was going to happen. It's like ripping the bandage off. You don't want it, but you know what has to happen? Just do it. And I almost feel like if we just get past this shit, we'll like Roman better. Like I said, six months ago, a year ago, when Roman was Icy Champ, the majority of us were saying, you know what? Roman's paying his dues. He's doing all right. We can get behind Mm -hmm. this guy. Fucking let's let him have it. Now that he's become that whiny fucking bitch again, who's always in the main event, but just whining because he never wins. Now I don't want to see him again. They they blew it. They had me where they wanted me, and they didn't pull the trigger then.
1: Yeah, no, he should have won it at Mania. Uh,
0: yes!
1: But Brock Lesnar has almost beat CM Punk's streak, or, or, or days as champion, I guess, if you will.
0: God, has he done it by today? I, I like to think, no, not by today, but he's got to be only days away at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's only days away at this point.
1: And I'm I think after that it's any him. time Brock can lose it. But also I kind of wonder if in Brock's contract is the entire duration of the contract he is the champion.
0: And again, I'm okay with that. It's still that this pathetic Roman Reigns storyline just isn't working for me.
1: And even if he surpasses Sam Punk's uh days reign, it shouldn't count it's because not he's the
0: same title.
1: Well no no not not because it's not the same title, but because he hasn't even fought a fraction of the matches that CM Punk did while he had the championship. But
0: doesn't that make him a better champion? I've argued this no. on Facebook and online, so I'm gonna I'm gonna argue it with you. Actually I wanna get the um where did my phone go? I'm gonna argue it because let's talk let's talk wrestling's a business. And if this man is gonna be the champion and is gonna make this money but he's going to work a fraction of the dates of somebody else. He's doing much better at his job than that person. It makes him a
1: smarter businessman, but it does not make him a better champion. A better champion would be out defending his championship at any given opportunity, like yep. CM Punk did.
0: Okay, that that actually makes sense. i not going to yeah, argue that. Try one. arguing
1: with me now, fucker. Nope,
0: I won't argue that. <laughs> I'm still gonna stand by. He's a better businessman. But then you what? Then you go back and then, then you say, Bruno Sammartino, who had his reign of fucking seven years, but he probably wrestled less than Brock Lesnar has wrestled. Does that make him less of a champion? No, I don't think so.
1: Well, that was seven Again. years. I that's not four hundred some days. That's seven fucking years. Of course, yeah, that's going to stand out. But
0: if he wrestled less or the same amount as Brock Lesnar in that little amount of time, I mean, does the does the the amount of times defended? Does I mean, let's look at it this way: the the Olympics. The Olympics happen once every eight years, not four years, folks. Put your thinking caps on before you fucking try to email me every eight years. I'm not going to explain why. you got to think that for yourself. The Olympics happen every eight years. And let's say um, the NBA playoffs happen every year. Isn't it a bigger accomplishment to win the Olympics than it is the playoffs? Are you looking up if they happen every eight years, pasty? <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> typing all of a sudden. <laughs> okay, folks, if you don't understand, there's two different Olympics. There's a Summer Olympics and a Winter Olympics. And Winter Olympics. They're two different... Neither... There's never the same event that happens on the same one. So if you're doing basketball, it's every eight years. If you're doing curling, it's every eight years. If you're doing fucking track or swimming, it's every eight... It's every eight years, folks. Trust me. Isn't it... Isn't it better to win the... Uh, the... Um... Kurt Angle. He's he's more well known for being an Olympic gold medalist than any of the people who are uh, um, NCAA champions. He wrestled less of those matches than those guys did.
1: Yeah, I'll give it that. No, I'm just trying to look up how many matches San Martino did have in his seven year run. God, I'm willing to bet it's more than design. Brock's 15.
0: Yes, yes, I, I'm more than willing to bet that also. But I'm willing to bet if you broke it down year to year, it's probably less or the same.
1: Probably.
0: Because he only wrestled about four to six times a year. He was a special attraction. I, I, I get it. And I'm a CM Punk fan. I, I The person has rubbed me the wrong way over the years, but the in-ring performer, I have nothing negative to say about. I'm a huge CM Punk fan. But when you're talking about a fictional world in fictional titles that are predetermined who wins and loses, it's hard to say one person deserves it less or more than the other. So as soon as you say Brock Lesnar has defended it less than CM Punk, he could have defended it the same amount of time if the writers wanted him to keep it this long, he would have won all of those matches. That wouldn't have changed. The only reason he hasn't is because they've chosen to to have him wrestle less matches. So I guess it's hard for me to it's hard for me to justify that when this is a fictitious It's hard. I mean, where does yeah, where does the kayfabe stop and where does the real world begin? If you're going to start talking about who's a real deserving champion You get into semantics, pasty.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like a fighting champion is is far better off than a prize fighter any day of the week. But I'm not going to knock Lesnar either, though, because he's still one of the most iconic and and great wrestlers in the business today. And he is up there amongst the ranks of all time. Uh, He's a great ahead
0: of CM Punk. Yeah, yeah,
1: he's definitely more memorable than CM Punk. hundred years from now, you'll, you'll still hear about Brock Lesnar, whereas CM Punk maybe not so much.
0: And I almost feel like if CM Punk would have sold out, that might not be the case. And that's a kudos to CM Punk. I give him credit for putting his morals and his beliefs above that because he could have sold out, played ball at WWE, and he'd still be here today. And he'd have had that many more championships on his waist. So, uh-oh, what'd you find? Sorry.
1: Uh, scrolling through uh, Facebook, and I come across uh, a meme. I'm actually going to post it on, on B6, I think. But it's Money in the Bank, AJ Styles, and Shinsuke Nakamura. Akamura said balls count anywhere. Balls And it's got the great anywhere. Balls of Fire logo at the balls. Yeah, it's great.
0: That's awesome. I love it. I love it. Somebody's a genius.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's the match they need to have.
0: So, um, I guess we haven't really, I guess we haven't really talked about Roman Reigns Samoa Joe. Um, No, we haven't, but I like
1: this format for the show, man. We had nothing going in. We're getting all of our news out while we're talking about the pay-per-view as a whole and I I like the flow. I really do like the flow. It'd be
0: fun to try to, with that, well, it's hard when, when they had 16 fucking pay-per-views a year. It was like every other show, we had predictions and results on the same fucking show, and we barely had time to get anything out. I like it where we have less of this shit to go through. It's kind of relaxing, isn't it? hmm I love it. Um, but, uh, uh, Roman Reigns beat Samoa Joe, which I think most of us thought was going to happen. Um, the only thing of note I have are the various crowd chants. Which, as Pacey said, beat the traffic, was one of the best ones, most outstanding. (laughs) We also had Rusev Day Chance, Boring Chance, Delete Chance, and Johnny Wrestling Chance. So, uh, Johnny Gargano has got Chance during the main event of WrestleMania and the main event of Backlash. What the fuck's going to happen to Johnny Gargano when he comes to the main roster? He's going to get fucking mid-carded quick as shit. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I can already tell the fact that they're chanting his name over all these main events. Vince Mm -hmm. is going to hate him the second he comes up to the main roster. (laughs) He's going to get punished for every fan he's ever had. (laughs) So let's talk about who wasn't on the pay-per-view pasty. We have dual-branded pay-per-views. Obviously, there's going to be less spots. Yeah. it's Now... I like that, but again, Mm -hmm. this is the first one. If we have three or four pay-per-views in a row, and we start seeing the same names on here, because I'm going to try to keep up this trend, at least for the first six pay-per-views, then we're going to know people are getting shit on. People who would have gotten a pay-per-view in the non-dual-branded era are losing out on pay-per-view money. But we don't know. So I just put up some of the bigger names That weren't on here. These aren't even the guys that you expect wouldn't be on here. Other than Brock, Cena, and Undertaker. Again, you probably don't expect them, but they are big names, so I'm going to add them as people you didn't see on this pay-per-view. Then we got the 205 Live champ, Cedric Alexander. He didn't even get pre-show love. So already 205 Live is feeling the pain of this dual-branded pay-per-view. Let's hope they get on the next show. We didn't get any tag team championships on this show, so no Leaders of World or Bludgeon Brothers. That's kind of surprising. You'd think one or the other. No Asuka, no Rhonda. Your two biggest female names right now. Nothing. Finn Balor wasn't on here. Yeah, uh, it's I interesting. Have- I have Daniel Bryan not being on here and he faced Big Cass, so... (laughs) You know, fucking... He wasn't memorable! (laughs) Uh, Daniel Bryan wasn't memorable, but he was on here. Baron Corbin wasn't on here. They're trying to build him up, or we thought they were at one point. The bar was huge just two months ago. Made every fucking pay-per-view event that they were on for Raw. Not on the show. Big show... Big no. Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre, nothing. Ember Moon was not over the moon about missing out on this show. The Usos were so gone. Mickie James was not here. Naomi did not feel the glow. Natalia said goodbye to her kitties. And the Iconics did not make an appearance. So a lot of big names that have storylines and are building that didn't get any love on this show at all, pasty. Now, again, that's good. I like spreading things out. I like spacing mm-hmm. things out. But if we start seeing the same name show up over and over again as not appearing, we know it's hurting right. them. No, I look forward to seeing
1: maybe one or two pay-per-views this year that Roman Reigns isn't a part of. That's what my hope is. My hope I is it that kind of helping. gets spread out.
0: Yeah. I still think I would prefer that they had kept dual branded pay-per-views but they just spread them out longer if they'd have had 12 pay-per-views this year but they had 4 that were dual branded 4 that were raw and 4 that were Smackdown and you had like okay. 6 weeks build up mm. for these I mean, I'd love it I think that would yeah been more the best. build up
1: equals more better. That's definitely a fact.
0: I thought that would have been the best, but we have what we have. You and I, we're, we're gonna we're gonna continue to report on it. And maybe this is the best case scenario. Maybe they're gonna just blow us out of the water, pasty. This was not the best first step, but if this is just an experiment, which it obviously is, you can't expect them to hit a home run the first time they're up to the batter's cage.
1: Right. And yeah, because because the brand split just happened. Like I like I had thought about earlier, it's it was your last chance to get these things out there, and maybe the the, the shakeup happened sooner than it should have. But for everything to be on pace, it had to be this way. I, it's going to get better going forward. I have I have high hopes, high spirits.
0: It, it fucking can't get worse. At least they set the bar low. Right? Didn't have <laughs> right. the best show of the year now, and everything sucks after this they set the bar low. Pasty we got 9 minutes to hit through news notes and rumors so let's fucking start popping it off we had Kevin Owens signing a new 5 year contract with the WWE according to Ow. a recent interview he has said that he wants to end his career in WWE was his statement Pasty how do you feel about this
1: I love it Kevin Owens is my dog I want him to be around forever or as long as he wants to keep wrestling I wouldn't want to see him go anywhere else.
0: This has been his lifelong dream, and as long as they're willing to keep him in the main event and do right by him, I love it. I'm happy. We at least have another five years of him. Um, according to to uh, Kevin Owens, he said, hopefully I do not see why I will not finish my career in WWE. I just recently signed a new five-year contract with them. I do not intend to go anywhere. My contract will end I do not intend to go anywhere. My contract will end. It's not <laughs> proper grammar, but that's how it's written out, and this is straight from him, folks. What's the just... Canadians. Yeah, right? If the WWE wants to continue, if, it, if I want to continue and my family is ready for me to continue, I do not see why it cannot happen. Uh, we already talked Carmella and Cena. Do you have anything more to add to that, Pasty? No. Me neither. Um, We didn't get to this last week And we wanted to Batista has contacted WWE multiple times About returning for a run Leading up to a match against him and Triple H At Wrestlemania WWE will not even return his phone calls Pasty What the fuck is up He may not be the best wrestler And he may not be the biggest draw in Hollywood But he is a big name in Hollywood And he is a big name in WWE What the fuck is going on here
1: I would venture to guess that when he left WWE last time, his contract was not up. He left because he was fed up. And when you do that, it's not very professional, it doesn't look good, and you're going to obviously not get good results from it. He's good in Hollywood, he doesn't need WWE, and WWE sure as fuck doesn't need Batista. That's that's what I think.
0: Let's not forget, folks, a while back, before the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie came out, and Blue Tista was was around. <laughs> yeah, he told WWE spinning hey, around the world. Why don't we team together and we can promote Guardians of the Galaxy? And Guardians of the Galaxy and Fox can promote WWE. And allegedly, Triple H and Stephanie McMahon laughed in his face and said, ha, ha, ha. "Guardians of the Galaxy isn't even going to make money." <clears throat> <laughs> so. Don't forget, folks, Batista was a star in the highest grossing movie of this year, folks.
1: And he's actually become pretty beloved as Drax the Destroyer.
0: Oh, and let's not forget, we talked about this a little bit pasty, or maybe I made this up. But Batista is going to be in a movie that stars both Jeff Goldblum and Charlie Day in a fucking hotel that is a secret hideaway hospital for murderers and criminals. What? I'm ready for that movie. It's Hotel Hell Something. Yeah. I don't remember what it's called. Pasty, do you want to look it up before I start popping up the other news? Just uh, Charlie Day, Jeff Goldblum, Dave Batista. It'll pop up. Uh, it's Hotel Something. I don't remember what it's called, but goddamn if I ain't excited for it. I just want to see Jeff Goldblum and Charlie Day in the same fucking movie.
1: Jeff oh, Goldblum. Um, uh,
0: going on with that, uh, w- I'm really
1: happy to see his, his, uh, Career is resurging as much as it is Jeff
0: goldblum, he's always he's hotel artemis tuned. artemis thank you oh, and goldblum, jody
1: foster's is in the movie as well
0: she's the she's the main woman she runs the hotel jeff goldblum is the main protagonist protagonist sorry pro dragonist yeah he, he, he's a po dragonist he, he's a poor guy who likes to fucking hate on dragons he's a po dragonist it's just awful uh, charlie day works there it, it looks awesome look at go to youtube.com look up the trailer folks fucking god I, i'll do one better
1: sports. and i'll share it on the beef sticks podcast facebook page there you go. Facebook. That has anything really to do with wrestling
0: it does it's batista good. why doesn't it facebook.com forward slash beef sticks podcast um wwe network promoted the global wrestling network folks yes on the latest table of three. We had AJ Styles, Finn Balor, and and Shane McMahon. I was trying to remember who the fuck was that. No, it wasn't Finn Balor. It was uh, AJ Styles, Shane McMahon, and Kurt Angle. Sorry. And not only did they show a bunch of clips of Kurt Angle and AJ Styles matches from TNA... And not only did they put the GWN logo on those, which is obviously where they got the clips from, at the very end of the table for three, they actually said to watch full matches of AJ Styles versus Kurt Angle, please visit Global Wrestling Network and put a link to the Global Wrestling Network. Um, Now, they never did With a
1: McMahon's stamp of approval.
0: Yes. Now, they never did drop the Impact name,
1: no but But tna was said many many times Was
0: said and global wrestling network is owned by impact not by tna and when aj styles and kurt angle were there it technically was tna not impact wrestling so with that being said it they also are working together and by they i mean the world wrestling entertainment and impact wrestling with the new Hardy Brothers Collection, Blu-ray, DVD. Uh, I don't know what you call it. I was going to say the new Hardy's DVD, but it's like there's DVD, Blu-ray, streaming. I don't know what you say now. So Hardy Collection. Um, and they're both WWE and Impact Wrestling work together to have footage from both companies in <coughs> there. It is said that they have come to an agreement to at least share libraries or at least WWE will pay f- to use the impact wrestling library.
1: It's got to have something step. to do with, uh, what's his face hitting the hall of fame. Jeff Jarrett, double J.
0: Jeff Jarrett has nothing Good to old do with nut. impact or TNA anymore. I don't think it does. I but honestly think it has a lot Global to do wrestling with. network. Don
1: has he has nothing something to do with, to do with. No, that. he doesn't.
0: No, he doesn't. That was strictly, he created it. But Impact Wrestling is the ones that bought it out and use it and he has zero connection to it legally. Nothing. I,
1: I think, think it's it has, like broken Matt Hardy thing. You know, they're willing to let people use their shit outside of the company.
0: I think it has a lot to do with the uh, Don him. Callis. It has a lot Much to do with more um
1: than it benefits WWE. Um
0: uh, not only Don Callis, uh what's the WWE guy. Um long time WWE Don, who's the two guys? It's Don Callis and one other guy that are running um, Impact right now. The one guy, other than Don Callis working for WWE a long time as the Jackal, you might remember him from the Truth Commission, which was an awful gimmick. Uh, But, um... God, I'm spacing out. Anyways, there's a long time WWE employee who's now backstage running um, Impact. I think it has a lot to do with that more than anything. Um, The Jeff Jarrett thing, I think, was... I don't know. But he he has nothing to do with any of this anymore. Um, Samoa Joe, during a recent interview with a site that shall be nameless because we don't want them infringing on our properties, uh, Joe commented on rumors of him portraying the character um, of Umaga. And Joe has said, it is absolutely, positively, couldn't be any more false. We never talked. Like, what people didn't get is they couldn't talk to me legally. I think I still had two years on my contract. I wasn't going anywhere. So it's funny. I think people thought you could just walk away from a deal at the time. But you can't. We never talked. I was never brought up to be Umago. I thought it was mad racist, he continues to say. Because it was like i just come on TNA and I was Samoa Joe and it was like this prominently featured Samoan character and then it was like, he says it was like a lot, that bothers me. <laughs> well, this is WWE's answer to Samoa Joe, right? No! You wouldn't do that if it was any other, right? It was mad racist to me. Why would you come up with that com- comparative? Because it's like, again, we <laughs> we weren't even in the same character, we weren't even remotely anything like each other. But the fact that I was Samoan and he was Samoan, we were the same character. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> what? what are you talking? That's the comparison you draw? So, folks, Samoa Joe was never thought of to be Umaga. <laughs> and an update on Big Van Vader that we have talked about just recently. Yes. posted on um, Twitter and said, yesterday I had a heart surgery, or I had a surgery on my heart. My heart had shifted to an AFib irregular heartbeat. A person in AFib has substantially increased chance of heart attack and stroke, but the surgery was put to the heart, or the surgery was to put the heart in normal sinus and was a success. And one more medical news. Charlotte popped a tit.
1: hardcore man hardcore
0: hardcore and it sounds like it isn't going to be for a few weeks before she can get it reinflated folks we're not joking she literally popped <clears> an <throat> implant and it needs to get taken care of she's going to be wrestling with uh pads or whatever you call them i don't know what you call them fake titties i don't know but um, yeah she popped a tit needs to get replaced needs to get taken care of not the first woman wrestler to do it it's a pretty normal thing in wrestling Why women get implants in pro wrestling, I kind of get it, but you almost think it's got to interfere with your in-ring work. I get it in your image, but your in-ring work, it has to interfere with, which we talked about on just last week with Alexa Bliss, am I right?
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think that's kind of why they are doing her injury angle right now, too.
0: Yeah, to, to get her off to That's probably to why
1: their match of. wasn't as good as, as people had hoped as well. Because
0: of her titty!
1: Hashtag protect the
0: tits. I know um, ODB, ODB one time popped a tit in the ring. And it was super obvious. And then another time, because she had implants and she used padding. One time her padding just fucking popped right out. And she just fucking took it and threw it in the audience. And I'm like, God, that'd be a that'd be a hell of an item to have and send to sell out eBay. Like, ODB's fake titty! <laughs> I got it. It was from the Genesis 2012. I don't even know what it fucking came from. ODB's a Minnesotan original. Give it up to ODB. Wow! anything else pasty white fuck we made god i was worried this was gonna be like an hour show and we made it to over two hours (laughs) i legitimately was worried this was gonna be a short short show i should never between you and i i should know that's never gonna be a problem right
1: that's never the case that's never the case i guess in other news uh fuck you guys are finally gonna get some buttered pop culture coming up pretty soon
0: Should be should be by next week. I was hoping to have it by this week. Um, again, we had I, I wouldn't say technical issues, but we got a few things we got to work through and some uh, some re recordings we have to do to make things up to date and and to, uh, fine fine tune and polish some things, I guess you could say. But yeah, definitely the first episode, that first episode should be by next week, easily and fantastic fables is going to be at the beginning of next month. I guarantee it. I said it a few times before, but I've have I've had I've set a hard fucking deadline on the 6th month of this year and putting it out every month. So we'll get 6 this year, maybe an extra one during Halloween, I haven't decided. And I'll continue to do once a month. Butter Pop Culture is going to be twice a month and Beef Six podcast is going to be every week. That's uh, that makes it a little easier on us. When we try to bite off more than we can chew, we choke. As fat as we are, we can only handle so much in our mouth. We'll just, try, just like your mom. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah,
1: ah. And yes, folks, if, a lot of stuff. And if it's things go well,
0: and if WWE sticks to this once-a-month pay-per-view, we're going to try to come up with uh, more and new and creative different segments for this show. We got one coming up next week that Pasty and I have already talked about. should be fun. It's brand new. Something a little game, if you will. With. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a fun little game. And it's going to be on the spot. So this isn't even going to be a rehearsed things, folks, so... Uh, that'll be good we we need more time the last god this last year sometimes this show just seemed like it was so formulaic and we were just fucking we got recording and then working our ass off to get everything in and then it was done and it almost seemed like a chore some days some weeks it was a chore i don't like that (laughs) we're gonna try to get back to it being fun every week
1: and I give you my butt. If I'm not happy with WWE's product, I'm not going to watch their show. So it's going to leave us up to open and open to talk about a whole lot more.
0: <laughs> you sound pessimistic. You're already implying we're going to be open to watch a whole lot more. <laughs> as if you know there's going to be shows we're not watching. Which oh, I'm I, sure. I would agree. There is going to be ones that you and I both are not going to watch. Because of that exact reason. Mm-hmm. So, so, folks, that- if you don't
1: like something, don't keep tuning in. You give them the wrong fucking idea.
0: Damn right. Pasty, I got nothing else.
1: I got nothing else either.
0: So, folks, for Cloud Style Broadcasting and Beefsticks Podcast, I am Fat Mac.
1: And I'm Pasty White.
0: And I'm going to beef your mom right in the asshole. I want to do something and beef you next week